Hello my friends, it's your buddy Phil. I hope you're doing well. I know a lot of you are planning on taking the PMP exam or the CAPM exam or other PMI exam at home. Well, I wanted to warn you to be extremely careful because these proctors from Pearson seem to have absolutely zero heart when it comes to forgiving you for slightly moving maybe moving a little bit out of frame even though your eyes and your head are still in the frame leaning back during the exam and all sorts of other minor human issues that they seem to use as leverage to cut your exam off midway i had a student a couple of days ago he was taking his capm exam and had gotten into the moderate hundreds out of 150. well the long story short his exam was unceremoniously cut off. And this poor student had been working his head off only to come to a point where his exam came crashing down. But as a good instructor, I decided to encourage him to forge ahead. I did get the Project Management Institute involved. I tagged the PMI. I got other officers from the PMI involved. And they took it pretty seriously. In fact, I'm so mega impressed at how they handled it. When I raised the complaint, not only did Pierre, the CEO, get involved, I also had the director of security get involved. And they're still looking into the matter. So it was very serious in that this student had been working so hard that I had to elevate it to the visibility that it finally got some traction on but long story short this kid was so into passing the cap m despite the disappointment and his exam being revoked while the investigation was still going on he decided well i need to take the exam before it changes so i'm going to try again and look for a spot so on monday i went over the new exam format for the cap m with him and we were thinking he would have to take the new exam. But suddenly an opening came up. And this is where you folks who take the exam at home need to listen up because you should never stop looking for an opening for your PMP exam. Those of you who want to take the exam at a test center and you've been checking all this while and it seems like there are no openings, just be persistent. There's usually a duration that the exam center will be kept on hold for someone who has shown interest in booking it. But if they don't go ahead and book it, then it's released. And that's what happened in the case of my student. Long story short, he was able to find a spot late yesterday, 8.30 p.m. Well, I decided to work with him pretty much all day. So from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, all we're doing is going over content, going over questions, especially the processes and the knowledge areas and how they work and the tools and techniques, especially because the tools and techniques were quite accentuated in his last attempt. So that's really what we focused on. So bear in mind, I'd spent one hour with him prior on the new exam stuff, but when he found he had an opening, we started studying uh, the current exam stuff. Anyway, long story short, he goes into the exam and he passes the exam last night. But here's the kicker. The exam had actually changed as at 8.30 Vancouver time, 
This student who went into the exam thinking he would take the old exam ends up finding it's the new stuff. Business analysis, agile, predictive, and fundamentals. This student aced the new test with minimal exposure to it. I had only taught him for about an hour earlier that day, thinking that he would have to take the exam uh, in the future. But little did we know the exam would be switched on us. Good deal is that he actually passed the exam. So I'm very happy. I'm excited. A huge shout out to Yannick. Well done. And you're going to hear more from this student because he has a lot of lessons learned to share. He has like months of lessons learned within the turmoil of those two days. So if you're thinking of taking a Pearson exam, be aware that many, many students have had to retake that exam once, twice, even more because the technology is quirky. It doesn't always work well. Sometimes you may do a test of your system before the exam only to realize the day of it doesn't work the way it seemed to. The security test that you passed, you're now failing them because it just won't go through. It's crazy. So word of caution, my advice is for you to take the exam, PMP, CAPM, in a test center. Do not take the exam at home if you can help it because a lot of disappointments happen. Now, in other news, for those of you who are doing the PMP exam, you're wondering how best to conquer the material. And I advise you, understand the 40,000 foot view of everything. And that's exactly what I'm going to tell you right now. Here's the 40,000 foot view for the PMP exam. You need to know that the exam is not a test of ITTOs or processes. It is a test of your ability to apply project management to the question. You gotta be able to apply it because if you can't, you will not even be able to digest the questions. So the exam is broken down, as you might already know, into three broad buckets. It's broken down into people, process, and business. And I'm gonna give you a very quick 40,000 foot view of the entire syllabus. Are you ready? Here it is. For your exam, you're gonna have 50% of the exam focusing on process And when I say process, I'm talking about the process of predictive, the process of agile, the process of hybrid. Then you got to understand the people domain is 42% and the business environment is 8%. So at a macro level, for the people domain, you need to be able to manage conflict while leading a team, supporting team performance and empowering the team, ensuring team members and stakeholders have the training they need, building the team, removing impediments for the team, negotiating project agreements in a collaborative manner with stakeholders, building a shared understanding of whatever problem poses itself on the project, engaging and supporting virtual teams, 
defining ground rules, defining group norms, having a social contract or team contract or team charter, all the same thing, mentoring relevant stakeholders, and promoting team performance by using your EI, emotional intelligence. That is the people domain. For the process domain, you got to understand how to execute your project with urgency to deliver business value incrementally where possible. And if not, then you might need to deliver it one time, but you need to explore. Can we deliver incrementally? And if so, you need to aggressively deliver incrementally so your customer can benefit immediately as soon as possible. You need to also, as a project manager, manage communications in an agile setting, personal communications, communications at a higher level, whether you are a developer, a scrum master, a product owner, you need to be thinking, how best can I manage communications? So you need to think both ways on the process piece, agile and predictive. How do I handle communications in predictive? Everything's planned out. How do I manage risks in predictive? Very methodically, the seven steps. Plan how to manage the risks, identify them, qualitatively and quantitatively analyze, plan risk responses and implement them, and monitor risk. You need to be thinking about stakeholder management and engagement from a predictive standpoint, from an agile standpoint. How do you plan and manage budget and resources? How does budget work in the world of agile? It is flexible. Or is it fixed? Well, it's fixed in the world of agile. It's flexible in the world of predictive. The way budget is managed differs in agile. When we talk about budget in agile, we know that majority of the budget usually comes from the team salaries or pay. Now, there are going to be instances where there's equipment and machinery and all that stuff. But that doesn't change the fact that in agile, we look at budget and schedule as being fixed. In the world of predictive, we look at budget and schedule as being flexible. Then we go into planning and managing the schedule, planning and managing products, scope, the concept of integration, planning how to manage change and managing it, managing procurement, project artifacts, determining which method to use, which framework to use, establishing how governance will look on the project, managing project issues and understanding that an issue is a realized risk or maybe it came out of left field and you never saw it as a risk. So what do you do? What do you call an issue in the world of agile? Well, we call it an impediment. Impediments, obstacles and blockers are words you should be familiar with. An impediment slows you down. It impedes you. An obstacle is something you can go around over or under like an obstacle course, but a blocker just stops you dead in your tracks and you're stuck. So you need to understand all these three are part and parcel of what the scrum master should be removing, lumping them all into one thing, impediments. But they're nuances, so be aware of that and ensuring that any knowledge that is gained is transferred for project continuity, planning and managing the project phase closure or transitions is important as well and that pretty much is what you need for the process domain going to the business domain is straightforward it's common sense as a project manager think about compliance evaluate 
and deliver project benefits and value. You should understand the value and the benefits you're about to deliver when you deliver them. You need to record them. You need a benefits register, a benefits management plan, and the benefits owner. And all this stuff is talked about Pembroke Guide 6th edition, page 7, page 30 to 33, gives you a good idea of the whole concept of benefits, the business case, and the benefits register or management plan. The things you need to be aware of. There's not a whole lot of business stuff in the Pembroke Guides, and that's why in my book, PMP Exam Immersion, I go for pages and pages of valuable content, breaking down the business environment into four chapters. And if you're struggling with a business area, you may want to check out that book. You can find it on Amazon. It's called PMP Exam Immersion. It's extremely engaging and it's going to far outlive the PMP because it cuts across not just the PMP for 2023, but the project manager's mindset for success. So I highly advise you pick up a copy if you haven't already. Next, we talk about evaluating and addressing the external business environment changes for impact and scope. And lastly, supporting organizational change. That, my friends, all that I just said, that's the 40,000 foot view for your PMP exam. So I highly encourage you to pick up a copy of the PMP exam content outline. You can just download it. Just Google PMP exam content outline PDF. It'll probably come up in the first few searches. Download it and seek to understand it. And my friends, I have a great asset for you. If you're looking to really hammer down on this stuff, you can subscribe to my second podcast. You can find it on apple at study.pmradio.org. So go on down to study.pmradio.org and subscribe if you have an Apple device. If you're on other devices, go on down on Spotify to 40days.pmradio.org. And if you truly mean business, my friend, subscribe to that podcast. Stay locked in because in 40 days, I cover step-by-step All these points I just went over with you, I blow them out monumentally. I mean, I'm going in for the kill. I'm expanding on every single one of those 35 tasks. Each day, I take a task and I blow it up and I expand on it. So if you are feeling out of place regarding the PMP and you're like, I don't really know what this is all about, you need to come for my 40 days to PMP exam success podcast. It's there for free. There's over 17 hours of content. 17 hours. Like if you started listening to that podcast today, you probably won't be done till tomorrow, depending on what time you start. So what are you waiting for? Go on down to study.pmradio.org or go on down to 40days.pmradio.org. Again, it's a new podcast and it is helping people worldwide. It's actually been helping people worldwide in different forms since 2011. I started the 40 Days to PMP program back in 2011, and it's helped so many people. All right, so you jump on. Let me see you there. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and share. It helps the algorithm, and it helps people find me. Okay, so thank you very much, my friends. As usual, if there's anything else you're looking for, Go to the main website, praiseion.com. That's P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. 
and sign up for one of the programs that you find suits what you're working on. Take care, my friends, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.